Please finish that little rhythm pattern you played on the buzzer just now. It's like waiting for someone to drop the other shoe. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Adds a little novelty to the pure office routine. <laughs> Miss Deering, are you happy in your work? That's all. Won't happen again, Beth. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, it's Mr. Markham on the phone. Good. The district attorney didn't sound excited, though. Guarantee it's not a murder case. I guarantee we've been keeping him waiting. I'll talk to you later, Ellen. Check. <laughs> oh, that girl. Hello, Markham. Hi, Vance. Sorry to have kept you waiting. Miss Deering was playing games with the buzzer. How did she make out? She had the last buzz. <laughs> What's going on, Markham? Nothing of any importance. We're shutting down early today. Criminals have been kind, and so business is pretty bad down here. <laughs> I'd like to meet you. Can you make it? I'll check over my schedule and see. It might not be a bad idea. Hold the phone, will you, Markham? It's Miss Deering again. I'll wait. Yes. I'll ignore the fact that you didn't say thanks for my giving in to your whim about the buzz. <laughs> <laughs> because you have a visitor out here, Vance. The same girl you spoke to in your office yesterday and the day before. Betty Crane? Mm, that's right. Only this time she brought company. Nice-looking fellow. Wants to see you. Have her come in. You said it. Oh, Markham, about meeting you. Yes, Vance. I'll call you back. Business is beckoning. All right, Vance. I'll be talking to you. Bye. Bye. Vance? Oh, please come in. Thank you, Mr. Vance. Uh, this is Jack Davis. How do you do? Hello. Well, how are you today, Miss Crane? Crane? Jack, did you hear that? Yeah. Even he calls me Crane. Hey, what is this? I might ask the same question. You are Miss Betty Crane. Then Philo Vance calls me Betty Crane. Jack, I, I can't stand this any longer. Well, I... Listen, Vance, I came up to talk to you because I needed help. But not from you. Not if you call me Betty Crane. I'm not Betty Crane. I never heard of her. But you're the third person today who's called me Betty Crane. Jack, we're getting out of here. The boss shouldn't have sent me to see Vance. If anybody else calls me Betty Crane, I'll, I'll hop out of my skin. Oh, take it easy, Janie. Take it easy. Come on in. Let's report to the big man. Hi. Hello, boss. Go on in, Janie. Right. Well, you too. Get the Vance all right? Boss, something's awful funny. Vance pretended he knew me and called me Betty Crane. Yeah, that's right, boss. I was there. It's the third time today somebody's called me that name. I, I don't know what's going on. Neither do I. Tell you one thing it means, though. It means we operate without Vance. Uh, maybe that's just as good. I never wanted him in on our racket in the first place. We're not doing things where you want, Jack. Vance would have been a great guy on our side if the district attorney found out what we're doing. That's why I sent Janie to see him. Vance and Mark are my buddies. If we could have gotten Vance in with us, of course, he'd uh, never know what he really were doing. We'd be uh, safe from the D.A. forever. Well, it's out, and that's that. Well, never mind that's that. From here in, what's what? We proceed according to plan. Tomorrow, you and I go to see our first three prospects and close the deals we've started. Everything uh, entirely reasonable, you understand. But, Jack... Uh, yeah, boss? Better bring your gun along, in case our friends don't listen to reason. <coughs> 
40 out of three dollars. See ya, miss. Thank you. Yes, sir, what can I... Oh, it's, it's you two, huh? Yeah, Mr. Blake recognizes us, you see, Jack? You're right, boys. That's because we got charm. Is that right, Mr. Blake? Yeah, I suppose so. Had a chance to think over what we spoke to you about, Mr. Blake? Well, I, uh... Good, I thought... good. That's fine. I'm glad to hear you're gonna be with us. Kinda like to have this, uh, drugstore as one of our outlets. Now, do what you told, Mr. Blake. Keep your mouth shut and you'll be healthy, wealthy, and wise to the fact that there's more than one way to make a buck. We'll be seeing you tomorrow night, Mr. Blake. <coughs> There's the man we want over in the back of this store, right, boys? Right, Jack. Driver, banana, huh? us, too. Only he isn't making any effort to duck. That's a good sign. Hey, you know, boss, maybe we do have a little charm at that. Uh, hello, Mr. Barney. Oh, hello, gentlemen. I, uh, I've thought over what you wanted me to do. How much of a percentage do I get? Ten percent of the profits. It'll pay your rent, Mr. Barney. Easy. Same as slot machines, only nobody can see what you're doing. Glad you'll be with us. Start doing business first thing in the morning, but uh, only with customers you trust. Get that? Yes, yes, I understand. Good. Well, so long, Mr. Bunny. Glad you're with us. And you're going to be glad, too. Am I? I wonder. Stop for today, this men's shop. Right, boss? That's right, Jack. Ah, I see our friend, the proprietor behind the counter. And nobody else in the shop. Well, him. Hello, Mr. Cummings. Oh, it's you two again. Well, charm isn't working so good here, Jack. Now, look, both of you. You came into my store yesterday. I told you I didn't want anything to do with your idea. That's right, you did. But the boss here was very nice to you. He decided to give you a day to think it over. That's why we're here. Right, boss? That's right, Jack. We uh, want to give a man a chance to correct a mistake. Honest Cummings, please be smart. You take no risk. All you do is collect. What could be sweeter than that? It's dishonest, and I won't do it. What's more, I'm going to the district attorney first thing in the morning and tell him what you two are up to. Well, now, I wouldn't do that if I was him. Right, boss? No, no, I wouldn't, Jack. Mr. Cummings, I wish you'd change your mind about going to the VA. Yes, I bet you wish I would, but I'm not changing it. I'll never change my mind about that. Jack? Right. Oh. I sure changed his mind. Right, boss? Ellen. Oh, Vance. Oh, you scared me. I didn't hear you sneaking up on me. I didn't sneak up. Your typewriter was so loud, you just didn't hear me. Well, next week, you better get a silent typewriter. Or a silent secretary. <laughs> Ellen, did that Miss Crane call this morning? No, she didn't, Vance. Don't you think it's about time you cleared up that mystery? Why did she deny that she was Betty Crane or that she'd been here twice this week when she walked in here yesterday? I don't know. There could be two people who look exactly like you know, Vance. I once saw that in a movie and nobody Ellen. could tell... Ellen. Okay, okay, but I saw it. What's your explanation of the girl? I don't have any. You see, Ellen, I don't make any explanations. Things explain themselves to me. They either fall into a pattern or they don't. No pattern? None that has a reasonable shape, Ellen. 
Now, suppose... Oh, you... Glad you're here. Well... Oh, hi. Hello, Markham. You look excited. What's happened? Somebody murdered a man named Joe Cummings in his haberdashery shop an hour ago. We need help on this one, Vance. Well, glad to hear it. What's the story, Markham? So far as we know, Cummings had no enemies. His shop was just a neighborhood store. Robbery wasn't the motive, and there is no indication of who shot him or why. Leave it to Vance. He'll find a button from the murderer's coat in the dead man's hand or a mysterious letter that was only partly finished or something. Not this time he won't. There's absolutely no indication of who it was that killed Cummings. None at all. Well, then there's no point in my going to the scene of the crime, is there? None whatsoever. Vance, I've come to you with a lot of involved cases and you've succeeded in simplifying them. This one is simplicity itself. A man was killed. Somebody walked into his store, shot him, and walked out again. Now, how do you find a killer in a situation like this? You look for him, Markham. Apparently, he made no mistake committing the crime. But he either made one before, or he will make one now. Killers always make mistakes, Markham. Their first mistake being the fact that they think they can kill and get away with it. All right, Jack. Let's see the list of people we got to call on tomorrow. All right, boss. Here you are. Mm-hmm. Six spots, huh? Yeah. Not bad for a starter. And there'll be more when they find out what happened when that Cummings guy wouldn't play ball. Right, boss. Are you going to need me tonight, boss? You, Jenny? Yeah. No. Well, I don't think so. That, uh, that business of Vance thinking he recognized you has got me thinking, Jenny. I just hope I'm not thinking correctly. See, you're all good. Well, I don't know what you mean. Supposing, uh, supposing you had been to Vance's office for that would make you a nice double-crossing dame, wouldn't it? You don't think I'd do that. And if I did, would I go back there again with Jack so Vance could make that crack? Oh, I haven't figured out that angle yet. Jack, uh, give me a gun. No, no, Jack, don't. Boss, you're not going to kill Jane. Give me a gun, Jack. All right, boss. Yeah, but I wish you wouldn't. Kill Janie? Yeah. <laughs> not going to, yet. But your gun killed that storekeeper Cummings, Jack. I don't want you walking around with it in your pocket. Oh. <laughs> okay, boss. Uh, thanks for looking out for me. Oh, I look out for everybody who works for me, Jack. I take care of them all. One way or another. What are you dragging me all over town for? This is the tenth shop we've been in, and we found out nothing. There's a little piece of information I'm holding out on you, Markham. I think I know why Mr. Cummings was killed. Now, Vance, don't make me go through one of those that's-impossible routines. But how could you know? I can't tell you yet. Ah, there's the man we want to see, Mr. Barney. He owns this soda store. Come with me. Of course, Vance. Only why are we seeing You'll find out in a moment. Oh, Mr. Barney. Uh, Yes, gentlemen? Hey, what can I do for you? Mr. Barney, my name is Vance, Philo Vance. This is Mr. Markham. How do you do? We believe that you've been asked to take part in a racket that is using small storekeepers. Well, uh, how could you know that? I I haven't even started yet. I, I've done nothing wrong. This is it, Vance. Mr. Barney, who wanted you to take part in the racket? Who's behind it? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know their names. The two men. But I didn't do anything wrong. I, I didn't do what they asked me to. What was that? Well, I can't tell you. I, I don't dare tell you. They'll kill me. They won't kill you, Mr. Barney, providing you tell us as much as you know so we can find them. No, no, now go away. Get out, go away from here. Leave me alone and don't ask me questions. Don't. They'll kill me if I talk. Who'll kill you? I won't answer you. I won't. I don't want to die the way Cummings did. I don't want to be murdered. Now go away. No matter who you are, go away and leave me alone. I won't say another word. You'll never find out anything else from me. Now go away. And if you won't go away, I will. Well, well, Markham, 
We've made some progress. Have we? I don't see it. Outside of the fact that there is some racket going on that utilizes small storekeepers, I don't think we've found out a thing. We're not even close to the men who killed Cummings. I wouldn't say that exactly, my friend. I'm sure I know who murdered Mr. Cummings. Now all that remains for me to do is prove what I already know. This is District Attorney Martin. The racket murder case opened with the finding of the body of George Cummings, owner of a small men's shop. In searching for a reason for his death, Philo Vance and I found another shopkeeper who admitted he was about to do something illegitimate for two individuals, but refused either to name them or the racket. Vance is certain he knows who killed Cummings, but admits he has no proof. And to this moment, we don't know what illegitimate activity the killers were promoting. It may be going on right now in any part of the city. Anything else, Mr. Ogden? Uh, yes, Mr. Blake. Uh, here's a slip of paper with bets I want to make uh, today. Shh, please, Mr. Ogden. I'll take that paper. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm uh, keeping all of the slips together in this drawer here. Yes, see. Now, yeah. uh, suppose I win. When do I get paid off? Tomorrow at this time. Good enough. See you then, Mr. Blake. So long. Goodbye. Oh, I think business is pretty good, Mr. Blake. Now, uh, aren't you glad I let you in on this gimmick of mine? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I... Got a drawer full of slips that people give me with their money. You want to take them? Sure do. Tonight I'll figure out who wins dough, and I'll bring you that money tomorrow. Ten percent of my take goes to you, and uh, no trouble to anybody. Yes, that's the way it seems. Look, uh, I uh, I don't want to tell you your business, and I know it isn't healthy to ask too many questions, but uh, what's the idea of using us storekeepers to take bets? Lots of reasons. One of them is uh, it puts me in the clear. Another one is... Uh, the suckers know you, and it's easy for them to bet. They don't have to go to look for a bookmaker. Mm-hmm. Third reason is I got a dozen guys working for me. A dozen honest guys. You guys. <laughs> so long. See you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, so long. Hey, Joe. Yeah? Take over for me, will you? I'm going in the back. I won't be more than a few minutes, Joe. Okay. Well, Mr. Blake? Well, did you get a look at him, Mr. Vance? I did just what you told me. You did fine. Yes, I know now whom I'm up against. He has a very cute little racket, hasn't he? He sure has. Well, Mike, he has the racket. But it's time for me to make a little noise. Boss. Boss. Take it easy, Jenny. What's up? Plenty. Well, whatever it is can wait. I'm figuring up our take for today. Not bad, either. Listen to me, boss. I'm not playing games. We're in trouble. What kind of trouble? Boss, when you went in to see Miss Blake, the storekeeper, today, you made me wait in the store until after you'd gone. Oh, I was just covering for myself in case Blake got gay. He got gay, all right. He walked right in the back room of the store. Was in there for a minute, then Philo Vance walked out. I had to duck or I would have been spotted. Boss, Mr. Blake's double-crossing you. Oh? Jenny, I'm a little surprised that you're telling me that. Just changed my mind about you. Good thing you did. I don't care what you did about me, but what are you going to do about Mr. Blake? Don't rush me, Janie. You know, I thought you were crossing me with Vance, and that's why I recognized you when you walked into his office the other day. Jack was with you, so you saw it fast and scrammed. What would I have been doing with Vance before that? I don't know. Maybe uh, telling him what was on my mind. I never knew what was on your mind. I didn't know about this racket until today. 
Okay, okay, Jeannie, I'm happy. Now, uh, go get hold of Jack and tell him I want to see him here in my office. Right. I think I know where I can find him. Make sure you get him. I'm going to give him back his gun. He and I are going to make sure that uh, Mr. Blake sleeps tonight for a long, long time. Hello, Vance speaking. Vance, this is Ellen. Yes? Did I disturb you? All thoughts of you are disturbing, Ellen. Only I wasn't thinking of you. That's the difference between you and me. Me always, you never. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but I don't mind. I can afford to. I still work for you. (laughs) Not at 8 o'clock at night, you don't. What's this all for? Well, I'm still at the office, Vance, typing up the notes on the one-cent murder case. And I'm glad I stayed. So I'm beginning to gather from the enthusiasm in your voice. Would you care to tell me what's making you so happy? Sure, I'll tell you. I have a phone number for you to call, and I guarantee you it's going to make you happy, too. Hey, boss, I understand where we're going and that I gotta knock off that shopkeeper named Blake, but I don't see what good that's gonna do us. It's not gonna do him any good either, Jack. I can't let him tip off Vance and the cops as to when I'm due there to pay off on the betting slips he took. And I can't let him pick me out of a police lineup later, can I? No, that's right. You can't, boy. And I can't let him set a bad example for our other clients, either. All right, now that that's settled, let's relax in ten minutes. Hey, boss, there's a motorcycle cop on a trail. What do I do? Speed up. Shake him off. Okay. No, 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 wait. Just speed up a little. i got to figure something. All right. Who tipped them off to us, boss? And why don't I let them have it? Get your gun out and keep it handy. I think your friend Janie crossed us. And if she did, I want to get that cop and then we get her. He's coming nearer and nearer. I got a hot gun on me, boss. I'm going to step on it. Okay, okay. Maybe we better make a break. How much can you get out of this bus? 70, 75 maybe. We're crowding 70 now. It's not enough. That guy's right alongside of us. Get over there! All right, all right. You better stop. Let me keep that gun handy. Okay. One wrong word and he gets me. Here he comes, pulling off his gloves. He can reach his gun awful fast, boss. So can you, fast enough, shut up. Well, you two are the guys, all right. What guys? Don't play dumb, mister. You two are in a mess. Boss, wait. What's wrong, officer? What's wrong? About as you two characters miles back there. What is it? Going to a fire? Your wife having a baby or the speedometer broke? We were speeding? Is that all? That all. You were going 70. Oh, were we, officers? Oh, we didn't realize it. What happens now? Nothing much. Just a ticket. Let's have your license. Oh, yeah. Here you are. Okay. And hey, you two. Got down on speeding. Somebody could get killed that way, you know. Officer, you're not kidding. No, no. Just tell him his boss, Mr. Blake, called. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Tell him I'm going to sleep late tomorrow morning and for him to open up the store. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, thanks, and good night. Oh, now, forever it shows. Now for a towel, and then to bed. Quite. Hey, what are you doing here? Hey, Blake. Oh, I, uh... Came up to keep my friend Jack here company. Right, boss. Uh, I don't really want to see you, Blake, but he does. And uh, 
I couldn't let him come out so late at night all alone, could I? No, no. Wait just... Wait just a minute. I, I... I don't know what's on your mind, but it's not true. I've been on the level with everything you told me to do. I... I did everything you said. Tell Jack to put down his gun. Oh, now, wait a minute. You and your friend Philo Vance had a little conference after I left you this afternoon. That wasn't very nice. Philo Vance? I... I don't know anybody named Philo Vance. Oh, bad liar, isn't he, Jack? Right, boss. Blake, I trusted you... And you've made me very unhappy. I'm the kind of person who can't bear to be unhappy, alone. So uh, I've got to make you unhappy. That makes sense, doesn't it? Now, look, you, you've got to believe me. Maybe maybe Vance wasn't back in my store, but I I, I didn't tell him anything. I, I, I didn't tell him a thing. You believe that, boss? No. Me neither. Okay, Blake, this is it. No, no. No, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Jack. Blake went over to that table and write a note saying what? you killed Joe Cummings. Wait a don't minute. say why and don't try to slip anything into the note that would bring the cops down. Well, I, I... Go ahead, do like I told you. Oh, gee, thanks, boss. That takes me right off the spot, don't it? Practically, Jack. Well, Blake, you gonna do it or would you like to die real slow the hard way? I, I, I won't write anything. Oh, my, that's too. All right, Jack. He's all yours. But, uh, Jack, use the silencer this time. Let's not wake up the neighbors. Huh? Right, boys. Now, Martin, Here now. we go. Right, hey. I'll handle the big boys. Hey, what is... Oh, man, oh, no, I shot my friend. What's going on? Here? How are you doing, Martin? Haven't had so much fun in months. Only my fun's almost over. Here it goes. My turn with this lug, man. Hey, boss, I... Well, Markham, that was a pretty good night's work, don't you think? It needs a lot of explaining... Oh, you knew all about this and everything else? Glad to tell you, my friend. After I see what's happened to Blake. Yeah. Maybe he was hit by the bullet that Jack fired. I'm finding out right now. No, Markham. He wasn't hit. He just simply passed out. Come in with her. Right. Go right in, Miss Crane. Oh, hello, Miss Crane. Sit down. Glad you dropped in. Thank you. I, I imagined you wanted to talk to me. Yes, I did. Sit down, Ellen. Hmm, must be after six o'clock. It is. Miss Crane, I want to thank you for your help in clearing up this case of ours. Oh, no trouble, Mr. Vance. I was glad to help. Just where did you fit into it, Miss Crane? That's what I don't understand. Well, I thought I was in love with Jack Mysterious. I was willing to do anything he told me to until I found out what he and the boss were planning. Then I came to Mr. Vance to ask for advice. That was before you came into the office with your friend Jack and I made the mistake calling you by name. Yes. You thought fast and pretended to get hysterical so that Jack wouldn't know you'd been to see me before. Oh. Uh, there's something else I don't understand, Vance. How was it that you and Markham got to Mr. Blake's house in time to prevent the boss and Jack from killing him? I called Miss Crane and she told me she'd suggested that the boss and Jack silence Mr. Blake. It was her number you gave me on the phone, Ellen. Miss Crane believed they'd used the same gun that killed Cummings, which we now know they did. I called her, I called Markham, and we were in Mr. Blake's bedroom in time to prevent the murder. I had to tell the boss and Jack that Mr. Blake was in touch with you, Vance. It put me in solid and enabled me to know exactly what their next move was. No doubt about that. Well, I'm sorry your romance with Jack turned out so badly, Miss Crane. I'm glad I found out what he was before it was too late. 
It's ended, all right. And in case anybody cares, so is the racket murder case.